With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. I am your voice. So to every parent, who dreams for their child, and every child who dreams for their future. I say these words to you tonight. I am with you, I will fight for you, and I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, and good night. I love you.
you are entering the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's biggest Trump supporters. Climb aboard and buckle up your seatbelt because this is a wild ride. Nothing but unfiltered talk and the hardcore truth. Mega, mega, mega. Hello, everybody. This is Rory Sodder from the Rory Sodder Show. Be sure to visit thedonaldjtrumpstore.com. Again, that's thedonaldjtrumpstore.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your fancy, customized, and creative Trump apparel and merchandise. You won't find these products anywhere else. Best part of all is that the products are all built right here in the USA. Um, be sure to type in promo code MTGA for 15% off your first order. Um, God bless you. God bless America. Cheers, everybody. Hello, everybody. This is Rory Sodder from the Rory Sodder Show. I would like to introduce to you my company, MakingChristianityGreatAgain.com. Again, that's MakingChristianityGreatAgain.com. It's dedicated to President Donald J. Trump and all of us, all of his fellow Christian supporters. President Donald J. Trump has officially restored the Christian faith and has given it back to the American people. We've never had any president in the history of politics give as much praise and love to Christianity the way President Donald J. Trump has. Traditional and signature values have never been more stronger and effective until now. We are, all, we are all highly grateful and fortunate that God blessed us with the profound presence and holiness of President Donald J. Trump. Let us, let us all continue to pray for the freedom, safety, and security of President Donald J. Trump. God is good. And please remember, we have many deals on the website. We have many customized, creative, and very unique uh, religious-oriented uh, Trump uh, shirts and merchandise uh, I am sure you guys are all going to love it, um, and uh, check it out. Yeah, and let, let me know your thoughts. Uh, I've been getting a lot of people buying shirts, and they're uh, enjoying it, and what the, uh, what the you know, brand stands for, what it represents. It's really a beautiful thing. It's a great time to be alive, folks. Uh, God bless all of you, and uh, God bless America.
Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Rory Sodder Show. Rory Sodder here. Great to be with all of you. Happy Wednesday. We just heard Bruce Springsteen, Hungry Heart. Classic song. Great song. Everybody knows it, I'm sure. Um, Last time we were on the air was Monday. It's been a few days. It's good to be back. Uh, a lot has happened uh, in these last few days in the media. It, it's been a very hectic and a very um, long, uh, a long list. I mean, a long hectic list. I mean, it's one thing after the other. It's it's Zuckerberg. If it's not Zuckerberg in court testifying, it's FBI raiding uh, the President Trump lawyer's office. I mean, it's one thing after the other, and now we have all these different uh, crazy things going on. It's I mean, Jesus, knife control now and over in uh, London, they're going to take away people's knives. I mean, it was thought, Jesus, how crazy, I mean, how crazy are going to get? And, uh, you know, it's, uh, Jesus Christ, just, you know what, people, this is what I always say. Just when you thought anything, really, any, anything and everything you can think of has happened in this life. I mean, I mean, who would have ever thought a thing, the topic of knife control would ever come up. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, it, it, it's, the next thing they're going to have is vehicle control. Next thing they're going to have is lawnmower control, screwdriver control. You know, that's all the new Democrat playbook, all these different controls. That's what they're going to do. I mean, I mean, they're already running on gun control, and they haven't stopped. They've been doing it for 20 years. Why stop? They're going to keep going. And now that now knife control is on their agenda, absolutely, 100%. And if, if anybody, if anybody saw, um, you know, um, quick, quick thing though, before I want, before I want to say the headlines, we have a huge show tonight. Um, we have Steven Seagal, big actor, his co-author and business partner, Tommy, Tom Morrissey, uh, on the air. He's going to be calling in, uh, giving us a lot of information. Uh, he just wrote a book with Steven Seagal, his good friend. Uh, about the deep state, uh, so they're going to definitely uh, be getting into that. Um, so that's very exciting. We're very excited to hear from him. Um, Steve Emery will call in later on. Uh, we have Mike Zolo on the line. Our, our uh, my co-host Mike Zolo is here. Um, we have uh, Gianni Rodriguez will be calling in, and we will have James Sharma be calling in anytime. Um, obviously, uh, you know, it's a, we have a lot of headlines uh, for tonight. Uh, you know, it's in my strong opinion. I think it's time. You know, this is this is in my very strong opinion. I think it's time for President Trump uh, to fire Mueller, to get rid of Rosenstein, and get rid of little Jeff Sessions. Um, these this FBI raid in President Trump's personal attorney's office, and it's one thing after another. And here's what's going to happen. And, and James, you've just joined us, right? Yeah, thank you for having me on, Rory. Absolutely. Everybody, James Sharma, everybody from Seattle. Good friend of mine. Good guy. Um, and uh, so what I was saying is, and, and Mike, Mike Zolo, New Jersey, you're on the line, right, buddy? What's up, man? How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good to have you on. Good to have you back. A lot going on, um, man. Thanks. Oh, oh, God. And, and what I was saying, you know, I think it's time – I mean, all these Democrats, all these left-wing, you know, nut jobs are saying, oh, there's going to be chaos and hell in World War III if Trump tries to fire Mueller or Trump tries to go after Rosenstein. 
But at the end of the day, we've seen Trump take whatever criticism, and it doesn't bother him. Trump is bulletproof. Nothing, nothing is going to stop Trump. Trump is going to make the decision that Trump thinks is best for the, for the country and for what's going on. You know, that total raid uh, to the attorney, personal attorney's office totally uh, goes against client attorney privilege, A. B, there's nothing they found there, I mean, in, in regards to Russia. They're totally going into a personal life, and this is a totally different matter. If a judge saw this, he would totally see this as there, it's totally outside what the case was initially established for, and that was for Russia. This, this has nothing to do with Stormy Daniels. So if I was Trump, I mean, Trump has had more than enough patience with Mueller. Trump has had a year with Mueller. Mueller's found nothing. It's a total witch hunt. Trump is right. Uh, Rod Rosenstein is as crooked as they come, and he's associated with Mueller at the FBI, and Rosenstein was appointed by Obama, and Rosenstein is behind a lot of scandals, as a lot of us know. And my last one, obviously, is little Jeff Sessions, because ever since Trump hired him, Jeff Sessions has done nothing. I mean, Jeff Sessions is sitting there like a little fuck, uh, like little like Trump's nickname for him, Mr. Magoo. I mean, it's it's he, he, Jeff Sessions is a joke. I mean, and even Trump said the other day, and we listened to the video. He was hinting at it's a disgrace of a performance the way my Attorney General Jeff Sessions has been performing lately, and it looks like he's at his wit's end with Jeff Sessions. And I'm hoping as hell the replacement is Rudy Giuliani, but. You know what? Trump is good at picking people. So obviously whoever Trump picks, but I think Jeff Sessions is pretty much going out the door and Rosenstein and even Mueller. I think, I mean, if we know, if we know anything, guys, it's Trump has giant brass balls. The guy, nothing scares him. He'll do whatever. I mean, the guy is, uh, he's just, I mean, the mentality, it's what we need for America. Look at, look at everybody respecting us. It's unbelievable. But, um, Obviously, you guys That's have right. some input, so uh, go ahead. Well, well, I just wanted to say um, another yeah. thing that uh, another person who, yes, I know Trump um, nominated Christopher Ray, but, you know, yes. Trump isn't a perfect I trust, person. I don't you know? trust him either. Right, right. So people are going to say, oh, well, Trump nominated him. Yeah, Trump nominated him, but he's dirty, too. He's part of the deep state, too. So um, if you know Devin Nunez of the yeah. intelligence committee or whatever, he's in contact yeah. with Trump. Uh, they're, they're friends, okay? It's no okay, secret. Yeah. They're friends. Yeah, of course. And he yeah. came out yesterday, and he said, listen, we are pushing for impeachment on Christopher Ray." So they're going to try to get him out and Rosenstein. And Trump knows all about Rose, this. Don't forget Rose it. Rosenstein. Rosenstein. <laughs> so my thing is simple. Look, Zuckerberg, all that stuff, that stuff's very important, okay? It's about a free speech, and, and almost nothing's more important than our First and Second Amendment. But what I'm telling I you mean, right now yeah, is yeah. the deep state, Robert Mueller is being used by the deep state, and there is absolutely yeah. a coup going against the President of the United States. They are trying to yep. remove him from office. I mean, just yep. a couple hours ago, we find out that the, F, that the FBI raided uh, Michael Cohen's office, Trump's personal attorney, not only for Stormy Daniels' documents— but acts, but information on the Access Hollywood tapes. Oh, okay. So the president of the United States is being a target of an investigation because he used foul language 12 years ago talking to a friend privately. This is an unprecedented abuse of power 
by this Mueller. This guy is a is an evil man. He is being used by the deep state. He's a puppet, and his he has one job. His first, his only job was to find Russia collusion. Now that that's impossible, he has to continue with the which is the Bingo. main job. The main job is to get Trump out of the presidency. So wh- whatever it is, whether it's obstruction of justice. Whether it's Russia collusion, which we know it's obviously not, we know it's not obstruction of justice. Whether it, Trump says something and and Mueller tries to, you know, misconstrue it or you know, try to make shit up, he has one goal. His goal is to remove this duly elected president from the Oval Office, and all patriots, all people who support President Donald Trump, need to be prepared. They need to be aware. And they need to be out there, whether it's on social media or by the White House, defending this president because he has a massive cloud above him. And he's trying to do the right thing on every other policy. But it's pretty damn hard to do his job when these people in, in, in Congress aren't even protecting him except a few like Devin Nunez or whatnot. So the main issue of every day right now is the deep state is trying to remove this duly elected president, and we need to be alert. <clears throat> Absolutely, one hundred percent. Go ahead, James. Yeah, I see. The first, uh, the raid supports my claim that collusion was never in the cards. It's all about obstruction oh. of justice, or now with uh, this this issue with campaign financing. So you know right. the, the whole yeah. notion. The collusion just started the investigation, and now there's just one right, big a big net. You know what I mean? Just any involvement whatsoever. I mean, any sort of involvement. I mean. It's, they're, they're trying yeah, absolutely. To, they're I, I totally agree with your point. I think it's and also the I'd be I'd be careful before I fired Mueller. That's the advice I'd give Trump. I'd be careful. What I would do is I try to replace Rosenstein. You know, that's Mueller's boss, and then I'd, I'd have uh, whoever the replacement is fire Mueller. You know, but there needs to be a middleman between Trump and firing Mueller. Intermediate somebody <laughs> to intermediate. Yep. Yeah, there has to be an yeah there has to be an intermediate agent. It's a whole new can of worms if Trump starts firing Mueller, you know. Cause and, and you're at, it, go ahead, go ahead, keep going. I was going to say something. And then you know, and then uh, you know, yeah, but Rosen, Rosen, you know, Rosenstein's not neutral. He wrote the memo, and he's going to be the head witness for this investigation. So that's what I do. I'd, I'd fire, I'd, I'd try to fire Rosenstein, and then have whoever replaces Rosenstein fire fire Mueller. But I wouldn't fire Mueller directly. I I mean I here's what I I agree I agree with you you know to the point where there needs to be somebody in the middle absolutely and when you said that um you know they were they you're right you're absolutely right and I've said from the beginning as well they will try to get him on anything obstruction of justice any sort of uh, you know uh, fraud you know you know any sort of fraud financial statements I mean they're they're even going back as far as his uh, uh tax returns from the 90s, uh, you know, a couple of his properties. It's ridiculous. Like, they're they're digging into a whole nether, uh, you know, level of personal life that is not even relevant. It's scary. No, I, I, um, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Well, I want I – just real quick, um, I know, okay, I understand it's not politically smart, let's say, for Trump to fire Mueller. The reason, and I, and I, listen, that's how I felt until this week when Trump's personal lawyer was getting raided by the FBI. My, my I'm opinion like, what, on this I'm has like, what changed. the fuck? I'm like, is that a joke yeah. when I read that? Breaking news. Is this a joke? 
I mean, you, you can't even grasp it. It's like it's like in a movie. It's like not real. So when I heard that, I said, you know what? This guy is out of control. Trump has to fire him. And I know it's going to come with a lot of backlash. And, you know, I know there could be another way. But it is getting dangerous now. The president of the United States, even though it's, you know, it sounds weird to say it because he's the president of the United States, but he's in danger. They're trying to remove this man. And they will do whatever they can at all costs to get him out of this uh, White House. So I'm, I'm to the point now where Jeff Sessions has got to go. Rosenstein's got to go. Ray's got to go. The whole DOJ, FBI got to go. And as long as they do that and it's still going on, I mean, obviously, I think you have to get rid of Mueller at this point. I know it's going to be a deal and, and everything, but look, Trump's in danger right now. And I say, screw it. I say fire Mueller. I, I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those things where uh, uh, it's one of those things where, I, you know, you have to, it, it's something you have to definitely analyze and, you know, definitely thoroughly think about, you know, as what I, I, I go back and forth. You know, James, I agree with you in the sense that, you know, you know there, there needs to be an intermediate if that's going to happen and or, you know, if that does you know, you don't advise that. Obviously, you want you think Rosenstein should be fired and deal with it that way. And then, you know, Mike, you say fire Mueller because he's a crooked son of a bitch, and I get it. But I go back and forth. Like I, I, I it's one part of me says fire the son of a bitch because he's overstepped his boundaries and you know what he was hired right. for and what the initial uh, investigation was established for. So I just think that. Any judge with logic and and no and not a corrupt judge, a judge would would see this as Mueller obstructing justice. Well, I just want to clarify when I said because um, I do want Trump to fire Mueller. I just want everyone to know it's not an easy decision for me. I, I've been going back and forth on this, you know, for months now. But after his behavior and his his um, I mean, it, it's his his behavior this week. Mueller's behavior, that is, using the FBI to raid the home of the president of the United States' personal attorney to go after Stormy Daniels' campaign finance crap and access Hollywood information because he, he talked impolitely about women on a, on a tape 12 years ago. That crosses you know the line for me. You know, we that crosses we the line for me. It, it, it's got to stop. Why are we going on? It, under California law, it's illegal to, to, to publish – uh, a recording that he didn't know that the mic was on, you know, and we have to talk about right, right. That, that the Hollywood public access tape. He didn't know the mic was on. And so exactly. it was actually illegal for the news outlets to publish it. Yeah. And we, and we, and that's another thing. And, and where's the mainstream media? I mean, it's, it's so sad how, and you're right, James, like stories like that need to be addressed and looked at and, and heard, but, it's and I've told I've said this on my show, you know, a couple times that and I've read statistics. Ninety-seven percent of the media is controlled by the liberals, mainstream media. Ninety-seven percent. Those conservatives get that three percent of all of clear, and it's it's like controlled. It's so bad because I mean, perfect example, Stormy Daniels, Stormy Daniels. I mean, we're having all this stuff in Syria go on. We're having uh, stuff, you know, uh, big things going on with, this, you know, Trump signing a sex trafficking bill today. But guess who's on the cover of all these, 
newspapers and magazines. Oh, Stormy Daniels drama. What's new with Stormy Great Daniels? Point. I mean, give me a break. Great point. It's, but they, media, I mean, Bill, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Rory. The, um, I was just, I was just to uh, comment further on your point. It's just, I know, you know, we always talk about how bad the media is. You know, it's important to talk about this. The double standard, the hypocrisy, the amount of vitriol and viciousness that this president oh, faces yeah. on a daily basis is unprecedented. This is reprehensible yeah, I mean, behavior, guys. Yeah, and then people enable it and encourage it and cheer it on. It's disgusting. I mean, I mean, Rory, you got a president of the United States who – I mean, and these are from liberal colleges and liberal studies that are saying 98% negative coverage. Okay, this isn't like a conservative group, okay? I mean, these are leftist yeah. universities that are just saying, holy shit, 90, like 98% of the coverage here is totally negative on Trump. So what we're dealing with is not only a hostile media, not only a Marxist, left-wing, anti-American, anti-Trump CNN and MSNBC, but unfortunately yeah. – we don't have a lot of bright people in this country, and they are being brainwashed. They are, their minds are being polluted by this, these lies that CNN is constantly spewing day in and day out. And shows like this, Twitter, Facebook, well, I mean, we're getting censored, but at least we still have an option. This is how we get the word out. The media is vile. Right. The media is grotesque. The media needs to be defeated. And I don't mean that in a violent way, okay? I know the liberals are going to say that. Of course not. Of course not, no. Well, maybe a liberal would take it the wrong way. (laughs) Right, of course. The media needs to be dismantled, okay? They are out of control. Listen, I remember George Bush. I used to say, oh, my God, you know, and I didn't like a lot of the things Bush did. Don't get me wrong. I'm no fan, okay? But I used to say, God, I'm not either. I'm not either. Right, exactly. I, I remember saying all the time, I said, God, the, the media is so mean to Bush, you know. Bush yeah. got treated like a saint compared to this president. No president has been treated this – I mean, it is brutal. What Trump faces by this hostile media is brutal on a daily basis, and it needs to be called out. It needs to be stood up to, and it needs to be fought against, and we need to defend our president from this Marxist media. They are out of control. I have never seen it. So hateful in my life. So I just right. wanted to yeah, put you know, that out there. Most journalists have left-leaning uh, beliefs. I think that's uh, undeniable. I think there's uh, academic uh, studies out there. I would say so, brother. Um, real, oh, I'm real, sorry. You, real, you go. You go. I'll go after. Real, no, real quick, James. I want you to talk, but I just wanted to say we got uh, Gianni from New York. Are you on the line, brother? I am. How you doing, man? Good What's to up, have man? you on. Um, Doing great, man. I'm doing real great. I'm doing the conversation. All right, cool. All right, all right James. I just wanted to me- mention that he was on the line. Um, but go ahead, James. I wanted you to you to say. Well, I think the biggest uh, proof about the the lies of the media was the polling. I think most yes. uh, most polls had him losing by about seven to ten percent, and he ended up winning Suppress- the election. Yeah. And, and you yeah. know, I mean, that's a big fucking mistake. I mean, you're talking about a 10% uh, uh, turnaround, you know. I mean, that that can't be – there had to be a foundation of lies uh, you the, want, during the polls. Or he just doesn't, he doesn't poll. He's an unconventional candidate. Maybe he just doesn't poll uh, – he doesn't poll like we uh, – like other candidates, you know. Well, here, here's, the thing, here's, the, 
here's the thing about that. Um, you're talking about when Trump was Hillary was leading in the polls, right? Yeah. Well, there's a couple things behind that. Really, um, they do that to purposely suppress uh, the vote, so people don't go out and vote because they say, "Oh, Trump has no chance. It's going to be Hillary." So they, the mainstream media does. That's one of the reasons. And another reason is because they ask mostly Democrats in a lot of those polls. So there's only a few polls that I've ever trusted, and there was one that was I followed from day one that was accurate all the way until Election Day, and that was Rasmussen poll, which is a very popular poll right now. That has the president at a 51% approval rating, which is very, very good. It's very good, but I think his approval rating is in the 70s, personally, 70% or higher, uh, you know, if you ask more people. But these polls only ask so many people at one time. I think it's the most a poll will ask someone, I think, is up to 2,000 people, and then they'll... Uh, I, and you know they have obviously they have bias in in some polls. You know how it works. Hello. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Another thing with the polling that you were saying, which I cannot yep. stress enough, Rory, is very very My, simple. This is a fact. CNN, yeah. all these you know the Washington Post polls, these polls yeah. are totally outweighed by Democrats. Okay. And it's funny, yeah. too. A lot of polls, if you just look mm-hmm. into the poll at the end of it, you can, like, either click a link or at the bottom of yeah. the page, it'll actually tell you the ratio between, yeah. you know, Democrats, independents, conservatives. Yeah. They don't even try to hide it, man. I mean, they're, they're out. They're, they're polling so much more Democrats than Republicans. I remember seeing this one poll in Florida from CNN, and it had Trump at, like, 31% and Hillary at, like, 47 I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm like, you're telling me Trump's going to lose Florida by 17%? So I look at the poll. They they interviewed, or they, not interviewed, they asked or whatever, polled like hundreds and hundreds of more Democrats. It wasn't hey, even close. It Mike, wasn't even like comparable. Mike, Mike I, hate, I hate to cut you off, but we now have on the line Steven Seagal's uh, co-author and business partner, Tom Morrissey. Uh, they have written a book together. They have written a book together, and it's a very popular book out right now, exposing the deep state. It's called the way of the the way of the shadow wolves. He's on the line right now. Awesome, Tom. Tom Morris. Yes. Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I I can hear you. I can hear you, sir. Uh, Thank you for calling in. I highly appreciate it. It's good. It's good to have you on. Oh, it's good to be on. Can you hear my dog barking in the background? Uh, uh, no, she, I can't. I can't hear the dog. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, uh, so, so Tom, I have a couple of co-hosts, so you know they may have some questions for you. I'm sure they do. Um, you know, we were just—I was just discussing. Um, you know, you have a new book out. It's called "The Way of the Shadow Wolves." all about the deep state and the hijacking of America. You wrote it with Steven Seagal, yeah. your, business, your business partner, good friend, um, you know, and uh, it's pretty cool, man. And it was, fo- it was uh, forward by uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Pretty cool. I, I remember I, yeah. bought, I got this yeah. book from you uh, at the conservative conference, and, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of good stuff, man. I mean, going on in that book, and, and you tell 
I mean, I mean, it's the deep state is so dangerous, man. And it's so, uh, I mean, it's not, it's not a, a delusion. I mean, it's so real. Yeah, it sure is. And uh, you're seeing it in action. <clears throat> Excuse me. You just saw it in action with the, with the Mueller uh, uh, originated a raid on, on the president's personal attorney's office last week. And, and they're, uh, and I mean, these guys are, are in high places. And they are right now. They're thumbing their nose at at our country, and I mean, not even to mention our president, a duly elected president that they have taken on the mission of of uh, of, of just totally neutralizing that election. Uh, you know, the election of Donald Trump. And the, there's, uh, I'll give you a number that that is uh, is pretty solid. There are. 220,000 people in the bureaucracy working in our government who are uh, unaccountable, and, and, they, and their mission is to take down Donald Trump, the president of the United States. They're a bureaucracy. Uh, now, <clears throat> I was uh, a, a chief deputy, US, United States Marshal. I mean, yes, please, please give us your the, background. To, I know you have a long resume, so please, we'd lo- I'd love to hear it. I well, know you, you know, it's, well, uh, it can be a novel, your resume, what you've accomplished. <laughs> well, it, I started out uh, in the music business uh, years ago. I was with the two rock groups that had hit records, and you, you guys probably don't remember them probably before you were born. But uh, so in, in having been in, uh, I, I was in, as I say, in the music business. When I got into law enforcement, I, uh, I, I became a deputy U.S. marshal in New York City. I was able to get into places and, and work uh, more or less undercover when uh, we were working fugitives because I, I spoke the language, uh, I had the look, uh, and, and, and all that stuff. So I was, I was very successful uh, in making arrests, and that helped me to climb through uh, the, the ranks in, in the uh, marshal service to a chief deputy, which which is the highest you can be as a civil servant. And uh, I wound up, uh, uh, as I say, a chief deputy, but I, I worked fugitives. Uh, you remember the Falcon and the Snowman, the movie Falcon and the Snowman? Um, I, it was I a man recall, named Christopher Boyce. Well, the who, man named Christopher Voice. Okay. Uh, well, I've I, I forgotten the actors, but uh, but the, the the actual person was Christopher Voice, who, uh, who who was a spy. Uh, he he went to work for uh, CIA, and and he, he was an encryptor, and he started selling uh, encryptions to the Russians, and he got caught and, and prosecuted and convicted, and then he uh, escaped. And uh, I, I worked uh, the task force that recaptured him, and it, it, it wow. took us uh, eighteen eighteen months. Yeah, funny story. Uh, my my partner, a guy that I worked a lot of major cases with in the, in the marshal service, a guy named Denny Barron. He was out of the Seattle office, and uh, I was working out of the Phoenix office at the time. Um, and we we were working the investigation all over the country. Well, uh, we caught up with him in Port Angeles, uh, uh, Washington, right outside of Seattle. I'm, and, I'm actually uh, from, I'm actually ben, from Seattle and, and one of my co-hosts is on the, on the phone. Uh, James, James is as well. I'm so, in uh, Seattle as well, sir. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, great. So you, they know the area. So, I know so, the area perfectly. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, uh, Boyce is sitting in a car. He he, he yeah. learned to fly, and he, yeah. he was reading a flight plan. He, he was going to fly into Russia. Uh, that was before yeah. um, the Soviet Union collapsed. And so he's sitting in a car uh, at at a uh, at a restaurant, an outdoor restaurant. And he's eating a hamburger, and uh, our guys closed in on him. And uh, my partner Denny went up uh, to, to to the window and, and puts a gun, draws down on him, and says, "Drop the hamburger." <laughs> so that that was immortalized because that went into the Smithsonian because they 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 put the the, the gun that Denny had uh, that he was carrying at that time, and and, and went into the Smithsonian for two years with. That phrase, drop the hamburger. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I got to work a, a lot of cases that, uh, and there were very, there were high profile uh, fugitive cases. And so <clears throat> a lot of my, my experience doing that is, is what uh, I've, I've written into the book with Stephen. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, Stephen is, um, uh, he, he has Steven a background Segal in law enforcement. Right? Yeah, Stephen Segal, I'm sorry, yeah. And I should just say by his last name, because everybody knows him as Sadal. But uh, he was a, uh, a deputy sheriff in Louisiana uh, before he was a movie star. And uh, he, he, he also, uh, he, he, so I mean, he's a cop. And, and he's been affiliated with uh, law enforcement organizations all through his life, and one of which was uh, with Sheriff Joe here, uh, when, when, when Joe was sheriff. And he, he was on uh, Joe's posse, and he, he made several arrests. And matter of fact, he, he found a, a, a fugitive that they had been looking for for a long time. Stephen found him like within 72 hours uh, when, when he was working that case. So uh, <clears throat> Stephen is not only a movie star, he's also uh, law enforcement. He's got a law enforcement background. And he is also a, a highly, highly qualified martial artist. He's one of uh, one of the top alive today. He is, and uh, I, I say that I qualify that because I'm a martial artist. I've been that all my life, and um, I've, I've sparred with him. And I tell you, he is very, very fast and very. Uh, he, he's the real deal, you know. So, but uh, but anyway, that that's kind of uh, that's how I got into uh, really the mindset of, of writing this book with Stephen, and. Um, we we had um, that, well I I can give you a, a little bit more on it if you want you want to hear it oh yeah the, please the well okay so I say I've written other books uh, and I'm, I'm published I'm a published author and but what I I write mostly is metaphysical mystery and uh, not quite horror but uh, but metaphysical mysteries. So Stephen and I were, were, were talking one day, um, and we were talking about really what's going on in the country with with the deep state and and such. And uh, we so we, we decided to write a book, and you know, take his experiences and his contacts and his knowledge, and combine them with with my experiences and my my contacts and uh, and knowledge. And uh, and what we came what we came up with was. Uh, is is a is really a movie in the form of a book because of the you know the the action parts of of, of the of the book really were overseen by by Stephen. I I did the character development and 
uh, wrote a lot of the dialogue, and uh, which is very helpful because now, now oh. we are developing it into a screenplay. So, uh, which is helpful when you got a lot of dialogue, and so it, it really is is that. And what we're getting from legitimate critics uh, is, I mean, almost to the person. Everybody's saying I couldn't put it down. I read it in in, in one sitting. Uh, you know, I I read it in a day or two, and uh, and it is really uh, uh, it's tickled the fancy of you know of a lot of people, and we we are. Um, but it's doing really well on the Native American uh, mystery and fiction genres, uh, supernatural uh, genres. There's about 10 Native American genres that are uh, Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And, um, and we're, we're, we're showing up uh, uh, with a high ranking on all of them. There's, there's one, as a matter of fact, I, I just looked at it this morning. Uh, Native American literature fiction, and it's on Amazon, and there's 20,000 books, and we're sitting at number 12 right now on on that list. So uh, the, you know the book is doing real well, but the, the establishment and and there's some people I can say this I suspect in Amazon, I've been playing games with it and and have really been, been fighting it. You know they they have not been very cooperative. So despite Despite the, their actions, uh, the book is doing really well, and uh, um, and every week it gets better. So, uh, so I'm, I'm very thankful for that. So. Absolutely, 100. Um, percent And here, and, and it's you know that is so cool that you guys put this thing. How long did it you guys take to write this? I mean, how how was the process? I mean, what what was the whole uh, you know scenario and uh, you know how it all came together. I mean, just, just the kind of your past and kind of putting your certain things together from what you've experienced, your life, you know, life obviously in the law enforcement agency and stuff like that. Well, uh, a lot of it, we, we, we are, uh, uh, I was used the word collusion. I don't want to do that, but uh, a lot of our cooperation was over the phone because uh, you know, Stephen is is out of country a lot. He's he's over, right now. He's in Asia uh, doing a, a, a series, a TV series, and <clears throat> so we 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 started out with where we were face to face and we were kicking the ideas around and and wrote it a, you know a chapter at a time. But uh, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, I I get a okay, call great. one night. It's um, yeah it's it, it's about eleven thirty at night. The phone rings, and uh, I, I and I, I get I get on with, uh, and I hear Steve. Stephen calls me Tommy. Most people call me Tommy, and so he, okay, he, cool. he says Tommy. I'll start calling in, you Tommy in his. Uh, okay, <laughs> so you can <laughs> call me what you want, but uh, but so he, he says Tommy, Tommy, listen, I, I got an idea on this one scene. Now, uh, see, parts of the books are not usually called scene; they're called chat scenes. They're called chapters right. or, or sub-chapters. Chapters. So, but but <laughs> yeah. Stephen says it's a movie because he's a movie guy. So he, he, he yeah. takes this very mon- mundane piece that I had written in, into the book, and in like three sentences, I, I, I'm not kidding you, in three sentences, turns it into something breathtaking. And, I mean, and it's it just, you know, uh, unbelievable. And, and, and the guy is a creative genius. He's an absolute genius when it comes to things like this, especially. But the, the, um, the, we took two years to write the book. And, and this is something that's very, very eerie. 
the the uh, the massacre on, in Las Vegas and the corruption in in the FBI, we wrote into the book a year and a half ago, and and it came to pass, and and there's other things that are coming out now that were in the book that we just pulled out of the air and put in the book, you know. Now, now so, please uh, for, it's, um, it's, now no no spoiler alerts, but now please for the people that don't know. Uh, you know, tell us about those certain chapters um, of what you're talking about in terms of the Vegas uh, shooting and the other thing that you wrote about a year and a half ago. Uh, please, like, if you can give a little detail. Obviously, you don't want to give too much away. You want people to read the book, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I think it's very interesting. Okay. Uh, the, the, uh, the corruption, uh, the agency corruption, the, the federal agency, see, the, the lead character's name is John Godet. And John Godet is a tribal police officer, and he is Apache and Mohawk. Okay, they're, 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 those are his tribal cultures, and he he is an extraordinary police officer, uh, and he, he, he he's totally trustworthy. Uh, he's very very good on on his feet, and uh, and he's part of a task force that's working just south of Phoenix. The, the whole thing happens in the desert just south of Phoenix. And oh, yeah. so he, uh, he he stumbles on on a uh, on a major case, which is Fast and Furious. If, you know, if you really want to want to look at it, yep. at it really deep, we don't name it yep. that, but that that's the essence. So he he comes upon it, and, and he immediately uh, the the the, uh, the 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 folks in government, the deep the deep state, become aware of him, and they immediately. They try to assassinate him. So he he's going through. He, he's following this case, and it involves murder. It involves assassination. Uh, it, it it involves uh, terrorism, uh, terrorist attacks, and uh, and and this gun running uh, uh, thing, the situation. So he's he is trying to to run that case down, and and the establishment are trying to kill him. So he gets to to a point. Where he can't trust anybody, and he can't trust anybody in, in the federal government, and the only people he can trust are the shadow wolves. Now the shadow wolves exist; they they are Native American trackers. Now there's about 240 different tribes or, or nations around this country, and just about all of them have shadow wolves uh, in, in their midst. They are super trackers, and most of them are. Tribal police officers. So what what he what John Godet has to do is well, he has no choice. He's got to rely on his brother and sister Shadow Wolves, and they, they take on the establishment. And so, which is what's happening now. I mean, I can tell you, as as, as a, a former law enforcement, I still am in my soul. I mean, they, they, that is something that is devastating because you don't know who, who you can go to and. He finds this case that is so big. I mean, it's international and it's corruption right up to the president, not the present president. Um, I'm a big Trump fan. You would never find me writing that about Trump. But uh, but up to the up to the previous administration. So that that's where the uh, that's what I'm talking about. That the, the what, what is happening now, what we're witnessing now in the agencies in in, in our federal government is. What what the book is basically about, 
the <clears throat> there is at the very end the the last part of 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 the book um that see there they, 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 what comes into the country are the Islamo terrorists. They, they come in. The cartels, uh, Mexican cartels, the South American cartels, bring them in. They, they come in in their sleeper cells all, all around the country in the book. Okay, and I, I, I wonder if, it, if it's just fiction, but they, they are sleeper cells around the country, ready to, 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 to do a wave uh, attack on this country, starting in. Las Vegas and and going east all across, hitting the Mall of America, hitting wow. on Las Vegas, uh, the Mall of America, hitting the Statue of Liberty, uh, uh, bombing the the uh, New York Stock Exchange, uh, uh, and attacking the uh, the Grand Canyon, you know, blowing up the glass bridge on the so. This is all set in place now. Rodé knows this, and 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 he. he doesn't know who he can go to to try to stop it. So he takes, uh, and you may be surprised at this, the only person he can trust is the United States Marshal for the District of Arizona. So he goes to him and, uh, and, and gets his assistance, and he's able, the, the Marshal has, <laughs> Joe uh, has had experience. Uh, no, uh, uh, Joe's, uh, Joe's character is, is in the book, so Joe wrote the foreword for the book. So he's, he, awesome. he's, you know, he's, he's around. But anyway, so he, uh, the U.S. Marshal, and, and that's the way that Godet uh, can get the information uh, to the powers that be. But what, what happens uh, in, the, in the closing moments of the book is the, is the, uh, is the attack on, on, the, uh, on the strip in uh, Las Vegas. And, and when that happened, I, I mean, the hair on the back of my head stood up when, when I saw that. And I, I, like, cause even Stephen called me. He said, "Holy, you know, holy crap! Uh, what, what, you know? Wow! <laughs> you know, he, he was beside himself. But it, it played out, and 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 there's, there's all. And you know, it's not hard when, when when something like this happens. It's really not not hard to to, to follow it. You know, to follow follow what's going on. And uh, and so what ha- what happened was one incident set up the next and set up the next and set up the next. But the the uh, the, the book deals with an infiltration of, of Islamic terrorists who are here, and we we've seen uh, attacks, you know, that that have that have, uh, that have manifested, and uh, and we and we see you know the the corruption in government, and uh, and. What happened uh, in Las Vegas is still not explained. The, the, the law enforcement and uh, the law enforcement authorities that they have not told the whole story. There's way more happened there than than we know at, at this moment. Something very very wrong, you know, and and it's going to come out. So maybe we'll put that in, in our sequel, which we're working on right now. So. But uh, but anyway, that, that that's kind of the you know the way the the, the book played out. But having Stephen as a as a partner writing this thing is is incredible. And you know he and I are good friends, and uh, we you know we go back a ways. And uh, he knew my my uh, martial arts teacher for a long time, as somebody I studied under in New York, a Chinese man uh, for for I studied under him for twenty years. And, hey Tom. Uh, he, and, and, yes. Hey, uh, I was just yeah. wondering for our audience, would you be able to define the deep state and like what is its origins? How did it get infiltrated yeah. to the That's government? James, right? 
Yeah, this is James. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. To, 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 to define it, okay. The, the deep state is uh, is, is everywhere. It, it's deep. I mean, it's called the, the, the deep state. But what it is it is is a, a shadow government that that is in control of our government. Okay, that one now, and it permeates. It, it, it's it's in the media. It's in uh, what Rush Limbaugh calls the drive-by media. But the, the traditional media uh, is is uh, it is permeate. I mean, it, it's there. And, and it, it's in, and it's in government. The, the thing is, it's 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 people who uh, who think they know better than we do, and 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 they uh, they overcome the will of the people. Now, it's also called the establishment. It's called the establishment elite. Now, I uh, <clears throat> I was the chairman of the Arizona Republican Party, okay, and from 2011 to 2013. And uh, I was, and I am, I'm, I am an originalist. I am a constitutional conservative. I believe I took a note to the Constitution, okay? And, uh, and, and as, as a police officer, as a veteran of the United States Army, uh, and, and when I, when I became you chairman, service, I took sir. a note. To, well, it was an honor, believe me. Uh, this, it, is Rory, honor. this is Rory. And, Thank you for your okay, service, Rory, Tommy. We, we, yeah, thank you, you for your service. Th- th- thank you. Th- you. Thank you. But th- I thank you for thanking me. But it was an honor, believe me, uh, to, to serve our country. But the the, uh, the, the, the as uh, as chairman of, of the party, I saw this up close and personal. It's in our political system. When when I got elected, uh, I I ran against uh, actually three other people, but two of them had been running. For uh, one for 90 days, one for 60 days, and I'd spent thousands of dollars to get elected. I was recruited by the Tea Party and the grassroots conservatives to step in for, for a candidate that, that had a withdrawal, and it was three days before the election. Uh, I, they went to work and got me elected. I was a write-in candidate. And and the most surprised person that I got elected that got that I got elected was me. Because I, I was totally unprepared, I, I didn't know what the chairman did, but I learned pretty pretty damn quick. But do, all during my whole term, the establishment and they're part of the deep state fought me every step of the way. Because and, and I was told if uh, I would uh, allow them to put their people in, and and I would uh, I was to, asked to fire my people who I, I I trusted and stayed with me they would uh they would take care of of uh, financing uh the party I wouldn't have to worry about raising money and raising money was a big challenge but uh, all those things just let their people come in and I told them no and and they went to war with me over that um, but you, but but what happened and this is the message that I convey to to, to groups that I, I I'm out talking to groups all the time promoting the book and talking about my experiences. And I'll say this to you all that are listening. The, what happened at, at, at the end of my term, we were the most successful Republican state committee in the country. And the New York Times called me and interviewed me, asking me what I did that no other state chairman did. And, and I told them it wasn't me. It was, it, was, it was a collection of people. It was the grassroots that came together. And we wound up raising more money than any chairman up to that point 
had raised. And, and so we have the power. We, we, the patriots, we, we, the people, have the power. And all what we need to do is to recognize it and to use it. And now it, that deep state, that deep state is, is that we are fighting now, that, it, that is in existence, is, is trembling because they, the end may be near for them. Because Donald Trump, Donald Trump got elected and, and is in there. And Donald Trump is not backing down. He's not backing off, and and they can't scare him. And and he and he is, he he's there. He, you know, I he grew up in the same place I grew. Up. I grew up in the streets in New York, and and he he has the same attitude that I have. And I I, met, I, I talked with him about this. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, if you if somebody hits you, uh, you hit him back. Not once. You hit him back three times. And when, right. I grew up learning. I mean, I, I grew up in a very tough neighborhood. And and I, I knew that if, if if I allowed somebody to kick my butt without me fighting back, I was going to get beat up a lot. So no matter how big the person was or whatever, I I slam them back, you know. And that that's what that's what Donald Trump does. I mean, he has that New York attitude. And I mean, it it can be obnoxious at times, yeah, and all that, but it's very effective. And that is what he's dealing. That's how he's dealing with these people. You know, he's not backing down. And 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 we have a chance now, and uh, I think more than a chance to to really uh, to over, overcome this deep state. But it's there; it's very insidious, and it's been there for a long, long time—a long time, uh, probably a lot longer than any of us have been alive. It's been around a long, long time. So it's just stronger now, and, and it's more defiant than it ever was. You know, so. Do you remember Raw in uh, two thousand twelve? Well, of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he was? You also the other challenger to the what you call the deep state. I was wondering why why he didn't have the same uh, same success as Donald Trump. Well, the, the, Ron Paul was the beginning. Uh, you know, there was a Ron Paul revolution uh, when 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 he was was running. It was a lot about Ron Paul that I liked. I, I, I some things I disagreed with him on. But what I liked about him was the fact that he wasn't part of, of the deep state. He, he really wasn't. Uh, Rand Paul, his son, is not part of it. Uh, you know, there's, uh, we, we have people in, in our uh, congressional delegation here in, in, in this state that are not. Paul Gosar is not part of it. Uh, certainly Joe Apio isn't, isn't part of it. I was with Joe today, as a matter of fact. We were talking about the very same thing. And, but... That there are people in our government that are that are not part of this. I'm not saying that everybody in government is. That's certainly not. But but the, those that are, they're, they're hidden. They're in the shadows, and they're very good at staying in the shadows. And and they they could give a damn about our country. They don't care as long as their position is, is not challenged. And many of them that are Republicans. Uh, could, could have cared less if, if Hillary Clinton had gotten elected, which would have destroyed the country. I mean, uh, Obama uh, did a good job at, at nearly taking us down. Had Hillary gotten in there, none of none of this corruption that's coming out now would, would have been revealed. You know, we would have gone down that merry path, and we, we were going down the road to socialism, uh, like uh, you know, hell, going to hell in a handbasket. And and the, the thing is. That, that they all, they come across, uh, you know, they're very intelligent, uh, they're very well spoken, 
you know, they 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 know better than we do, and they convince a lot of that they do. But more and more now, especially with the advent of, of Donald Trump, uh, and, and you got people like you know uh, James James Mattis, Mad Dog Mattis. You know, the people around mm-hmm. Trump now, you, you, uh, the uh, uh, Bolton, you know, uh, Ambassador Bolton. Good people, man, well, I got to know when I was chairman. Oh yeah, he's great. He's great. Uh, you know, he's a real deal. These are see Trump. Trump listened to a lot of a lot of people that were establishing people, and he brought in people initially uh, because they were recommended to him, and he tried them. And he's a businessman. If something doesn't work out, he, he fires them. That's what he's doing. And and he's bringing right. in the people who he instinctually wanted to bring in in the first place. And and John Bolton's one of them. And, you know, John. Like I said I spent some time with him, and he's a real deal. Believe me, he's a real deal. And uh, He's uh, and that's what he needs, you know. Even Newt Gingrich, uh, I got to know Newt uh, again when I was young. I got to know, got to know Her, uh, Herman Cain, you know. I, I got to know the, the people that that are the real deal, you know. They they are they are absolutely uh, patriots. They they they're Americans. They love our country, and and that's what we need, right? you, you know. And and we now we have to come together. We have to stand with our president. And 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 stand through. There's going to be some tough times coming, but you know, I, I really believe God is watching over this country. I think that's why uh, uh, Trump got elected. And uh, I, I I firmly believe that if we don't stand with him, we will not only lose him as president, we will lose our country. Lose our know? country. So yeah. It, it, Absolutely. Yeah, we will. You know, and so we have to we have to stand together. And you know. Uh, we, we talk about Stephen Seagal. Stephen is is a super patriot. Super, he loves this country. He loves Trump. He loves President Trump. True patriot. Now he, uh, he he's a true patriot. He, he absolutely is. And you know, and, and a lot of people criticize. Uh, you know, he has a relationship with uh, Putin. Well, his relationship with Putin comes from the fact that Stephen's Stephen's father was born in Russia. So <clears throat> when when the election was going on, uh, you know, the Clintons hate, hate Seagal. Obama hates Seagal. And Putin offered him dual citizenship to protect him in case Hillary got elected. See? That, that's what that was all about. Stephen's, Stephen's dad was born in Russia. Stephen's mother is a full-blood Mohawk Indian. And so um, the United States, I mean, it's about as American as you can get. And, and but... But he had, and, and his relationship with Putin is martial arts. He, he teaches or taught him martial arts. Putin is, is a, a, a judo master. He's, he's, a, he's a highly trained martial artist. So tough that's guy. the connection. Very tough. And, and yeah, he's a, he's, a bad, he's a bad dude, you know, and, and all that. But, but the thing is, Stephen is as true blue a patriot as anybody I know, you know, and and uh, he 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 was distraught when when uh, Obama was president because he saw what Obama was doing, and and Putin felt the same way. But you see, Putin couldn't understand how a country as great as America could elect a man like Barack Obama. He just could not understand it, and and that that was uh, and it, of course the media picked up on that, so they made him, you know, a, a super villain, you know. And, I mean, you know, nobody's an angel. You know, people, people are people, and nobody does everything perfectly. You know, but but at root, 
the the basic uh, thing when it, when it comes to our country is is that our country is is what is is who we are, and 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 it is is what we well, who we what we all serve, and 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 it it and it needs our support to 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 survive. Because I tell you, we're in very perilous times right now, very perilous. So. So, I mean, and, and I'm trying to express it as a writer, you know, I'm trying, because the, the deep state controls Hollywood, okay? The deep state controls oh, yeah. a, lot of the te- the, a lot of the TV stuff. So what Stephen and I did, we, we formed uh, our own publishing company to, to bring conservatism in, in, the, in fiction, to, to, which, which combats what, what, Hollywood has this uh, emotional grip on the country. And they use emotions to, to telling stories and making movies, and where we people like us are always the bad guys and the fools, and and the uh, and, and they are always the good guys, and they, you know they always win. So so what we what we've got, this book is is a perfect example of it. We are countering that and and, and that mentality and and everything that we we bring now, to, to be it a book, be it a movie. Uh, whatever it is that, that, that we, we bring to the table is going to be from a conservative point of view. Absolutely that. And, and that's how we're going to fight the deep state in Hollywood. And ultimately, you know, the deep state here, because, you know, there's truth in, in every, every, everywhere you look, you can find truth everywhere. And, and uh, the, 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 the thing is, to, to, to be able to bring it, you know, to convey it, to, you know, to bring it out. And having Stephen, uh, you know, as, as a co-writer, uh, and, and him being such a smart guy, has really helped us to get to, to this point. Because they, they, as I said, they fought us like crazy with this book. And, and despite that, we, we were able to get, get by it. Um, Stephen has a, a Facebook following of between six and eight million people. And on, on Facebook, believe it or not, that wonderful Facebook. And uh, that, that is why this helps us sell the book and it's helped us uh, promote it, you know. So I'm, I'm going on and on, guys. I, I, you know, if you've got questions, please ask me, you know. I, I I'm going to shut up I and mean, listen to I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll have man. a couple questions. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead, James. Well, you said you, you're an anti-establishment guy. Were you disappointed? Because for me, Steve Bannon was like, the anti-establishment guy in the Trump uh, in the Trump team. Were you disappointed with Trump firing Bannon? Uh, well, I, you know things aren't always the way they seem. Uh, I, I met with Steve. I spent an hour with him right oh right before he was let go. Uh, probably a week or so. He he was in town, and uh, I I had a meeting set up, and I got to meet with him face to face and was with two or three other people there. And, and, and I, I like Steve Bannon. I like the whole Breitbart thing. Uh, and I know that Steve Bannon is not uh, an enemy of, of Donald Trump, nor is Donald Trump his enemy. Uh, I, I think uh, Steve Bannon is out there doing Trump's work, but uh, without, the, without the constraints of being uh, in the White House, uh, you know, in an official capacity. So he he had nothing but but great things to say about the president. When when I was talking to him, he also uh, uh, had a lot of great things to say about Sheriff Joe. Um, and he uh, we 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 talked we talked turkey. And 
I, uh, you know, I, I told them exactly where I was coming from and, and uh, some of the things that I thought we, we needed to do. And, and he listened to me and he agreed with me on most things, a couple of things he didn't agree with me on, but it uh, wasn't anything uh, really, really deep. I mean, but he, he, uh, he's a very smart guy, very smart guy. And he, he helped Trump get elected. And uh, don't think for a minute that he, he's not close to Trump. I mean, the, believe me, he is. And uh, I, I, I look forward to his return uh, at some point in time, you know, to, to uh, some capacity uh, working for the, for the president. So. Right. Yeah. Very well said. Um, Thank yeah, you. I, yeah, I, I, I have my, question, my, my, yeah, Zolo, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, man, how are you? So I I'm good. I'm good. How, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Yeah. Doing very well. Trying to trying to keep up the good fight for President Trump. Um, good. So we all know the deep state, the establishment. They are trying to remove President Trump, a duly elected president. Now, I mean, it's clear as day. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to know there are serious, serious, strong uh, powers out there, the deep state, trying to get this man out of the White House in whatever capacity they can, whichever way they can. Do you think, I mean, I believe that Trump will survive it in the end. I think he'll be fine. But do you think it's really starting to get extremely dangerous with the amount of Republicans that do not have his back in the United States Congress, these rhinos? Is it starting to get a little dangerous how, you know, in other words, if we had a majority of Republicans that supported Trump, you know, they could be out there defending him, trying to put legislation forward to help this president against Mueller, whatever. But it seems that we have most of these Republicans that are just anti-Trump, rhinos, leftist establishment. And I think it's starting to get to a point where it's really dangerous. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I agree that it, that it is dangerous, but... Uh, there's there's an ingredient here that you, you got to keep in mind. The ingredient is is the is the public. Uh, there's tremendous support for Donald Donald Trump. If they if they do if they try to do what they did to Richard Nixon, this will erupt into a civil war. We already have a civil war going on. I mean, you know that, right? But but the the thing is, what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing from 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 the groups that I'm talking to, uh, and not groups that I'm a part of, just people that that I meet, and and uh, you know that through my book promotion, really. But uh, but, but the, the people that, that I meet, they are not going to tolerate that. They're not going to allow a, 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 an elected a, a, a an elected president uh, right. to, to be taken down. That he represents them. And here's the thing that to keep in mind, and, and I, I say this to the groups that I, and that I go out. I'm, I'm talking to, to, to groups all around the state, and now I'm going to California to, to talk to a group this weekend. Um, but the, the thing I, I, I say to folks is this. Remember, everybody, that the people we elect work for us. We do not sure. work for them, okay? Do not make them celebrities. Uh, for, you know, I, I have seen people that despise John McCain. Okay, they despise him. Um, I, I wouldn't even go there with him, but but they they despise uh, him. And yet, here, well, not, nobody wants I'm one of them. You're not going to offend <laughs> anyone. I, 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 I think we, we can all get on board with that. But I, I have been 
I, I've been uh, around him. Well, you know, when I was chairman of the state party, he, he would have nothing to do with me because I wasn't part of the establishment. I wouldn't play his game. And Amazing. He, 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 met, he, he met with me twice during my whole two-year term. And it's unheard of, I mean, for, for the, to not want to meet with the, with the leader of the state party. I mean, it's crazy. But, but that, that's, that was him. And, um, but, but anyway, to, to get back to what I was saying, but pe- people will, will make him a celebrity. He'll come into a room and, oh, Senator McCain. And, and I said, right. I've seen it, and I've said to people, I, I thought you just told me you couldn't stand this guy. And, and, well, you know, he's, he's a senator and he's been around, you know, and he's, he's so well-known. So what? I mean, come on. He's not working for us. He's not taking care of our country. He's selling us out. He, he sold out That's our right. president. He, he, you know, he, he memorialized Obamacare. I mean, that vote that they sold out that, our that, veterans. He, that was – he did. He sold out our veterans. Gang of eight. I'm uh, the yeah, yeah, yep. you know, and I, I question how much of a war hero he was, but you know, I, I don't know, I, I can't, I can't prove anything there, but, but I, I know how, how he's conducted himself. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, Songbird is right, but the, the, uh, I, I see how he's conducted himself as a senator, and he's been anything but pro-American. Over, he's about John McCain, and that's it, you know, and, and we can't have people like that, and, and the way that we get rid of them, it's going to take time. It's going to take time. First of all, Donald Trump will survive because we're going to stand with him, and we're going yes. to show the establishment that you know that we run the country. This country belongs to we, the people, not them. Yes. And and Absolutely. and that's going to be more and more apparent. Believe me, that's coming. And so, the, the, but the, uh, on the other hand. We've got to gradually take these people out. We, we'll use the primary process, or if need be, we'll form a new party. We'll, we'll form a, a party that truly represents the people. I don't, I don't think we party. should do that. Yeah, it, well, yeah, the Patriot Party, you know, uh, the American Party, whatever. But there, there's so many people out there that, that would go to that. And if people who come to me here in Arizona and ask me if I would be interested in, in heading up a new party. And, you know, I'm saying, God, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to help my country. But I think the best way to do it is to take the Republican Party back, and we can do it. We have the structure. We can do it. We can start this coming January by doing that. And I'm working on that with some people now, as a matter of fact. But but the the, the thing is, we, we, we don't give up. We never surrender. You know, Winston Churchill, very, very famous quote, I never, never surrender. And, and and that's it. And when they see us not backing down, they'll back down. Because right. most of them don't have any spines anyway. They don't have any backbone. And, uh, well, we that do, was the reason you know, and, I was asking you that question, just because, you know, as a Trump supporter, you know, you sit here and you watch what, what you know, this massive cloud above Donald Trump's head every day. You know, he's got serious things he's dealing with as president. And he's got this, you know, this, this Mueller running around the deep state trying to remove him from the presidency. And all I can keep thinking of as, you know, a patriotic Trump supporter is where the hell is this Republican, this so-called Republican Congress that's supposed to have my president's back? I just feel like if we elect the right people, it would just go so much better for the president. He would actually have people that had his backs. And I don't mean the people, the people, of course we have his backs. We're there. We're here. We're not going anywhere. We have, we stand with Donald Trump. It's just so right. frustrating to see these, these senators and these congressmen. We have the majority. Yet they're, you know, they're not on TV. You know, they go on CNN and bash Trump, 
instead of saying, this guy, Mueller, is running around. He's abusing his power. You know, you got Rand Paul, who helps us. You know, you Ted Cruz, Devin Nunez. But other than a handful of people, it's just really dangerous how, how these Republicans are so against the president. And I know it's our job to get them out, but I just, it just seems so much – it could be so much better is what I'm trying to say if we just replace these people and have a well, – Absolutely. Our president. Oh, Mike, that was, Mike, that was a great – that was a great point, Mike. Um, what I really want to ask you, what I really want to ask you, Tom, is this is very, this is very yeah. important, and we were we were talking about this earlier. Um, and I know that there's people there's people on uh, Steve Emery, Bikers for Trump is on the line, and I know I know he has a few questions for you, so I will definitely sure. get to that. And then I have some other people on the phone that want to ask you more questions. Um, they're they're on right now. I think I have Renee on. Renee, are you on? Yes. Hi. Hi. How are Hi, you? Renee. Hi, um, hey, Renee. And I have G- and I have Gianni on. I have Mike Zolo on, and I have James Sharma on. We got everybody on. Okay. So real real quick, what I, what I was talking about earlier in the show, Tom, was, um, you know, there, there's there's speculation, there's reports out that President Trump could could give Robert Mueller the boot, fire him, get rid of Rosenstein, and get rid of little Jeff Sessions, Mr. Magoo. Because he expressed a lot of um, he expressed a lot of um, uh, you know a frustration with Sessions in his press conference the other day, and and even made it clear uh, you know publicly which he hasn't done much saying you know in terms of saying Jeff Sessions is not doing his job. Finally, Trump is coming out, and it's kind of leaning towards you know Trump has kind of had a soft spot for Sessions. Sessions was one of the first ones that supported him, was loyal to him. I get it. But now, you know, Sessions that hasn't done, you know, what he's supposed to do, you know, Trump has been calling him out. I'm just wondering your thoughts, Tom, on Rosenstein, Mueller, and Sessions. I mean, just get rid of them. And, you know, who I always thought would be a great attorney general was Rudy Giuliani. I mean, we need that New Yorker type. We need that, we need that persona. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know Rudy. When I worked with him, when – when I was in the Marshal Service, he was the number three man in the Department of Justice when it was the Department of Justice. And uh, I, you know, Rudy's, Rudy's real. He really is. What I would do uh, with, with uh, first of all, Rosenstein uh, and, and, and with, with Sessions, you know, there's talk now in, in, in the Congress that, that, uh, that, they are going to, that they may impeach Rosenstein, Rosenstein, however you pronounce it, and, and Sessions. That may come at real, real quick, real Nunez quick, Tom. Before, before you go, yeah. real quick, Tom. I want to ask you before you continue on. There is a lot of spec, there's a lot of speculation, a lot of reports that Rosenstein, Rosenstein, and Jeff Sessions have been close talking together. You know, and we know Rosenstein is very dishonest, very untrustworthy. Yeah. So that's what kind of scares me. But please continue on. I wanted you to, uh, fit, you know, see yeah. what you were saying. I'm sorry. Well, well, the, the thing is, uh, I, I would, if, you know, that, that I believe some they got something on Sessions. I, I think the deep yeah. state has something on it. Uh, That's just my my opinion. Okay, and I mean, why else? Would, why would he bring a, a guy like Rosenstein in? It, and, it makes sense. And, and and then and then recuse himself. Also, something to remember, guys, is and gals, uh, is that. Um, you know, Sessions has been in the Senate for over 30 years. Who else has been in the Senate over 30 years? Uh, uh, John McCain, uh, the, uh, all of the, the leftists out of the uh, East Coast. 
and yeah. you know, and and McCain has always said that he's McConnell. a that he doesn't. Know, yeah, Mitch McConnell was not. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that guy. You know, I mean, you, you just go down. I mean, you, you, there's some people have been in the Senate since I can remember, and they happen to be leftist liberals, right? You you, you look at what what's coming. Just out look of at Vermont Ted Kennedy. Right look how long he was in. Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the lion of the Senate. What a disgrace he was to be on the race. But but the but the the yeah. thing you know the, this thing that we're facing now, uh, I got a I got a feeling that uh, you know Mueller. It's going to be hard to to fire Mueller. And and but yeah. I think what they're doing now is they're showing who he is, and that other invest, there is another investigation going on. That that yeah. on the Pfizer thing that that that's going to paint him bad. It's going to and and I got a feeling that uh, that Jeff Sessions has got his hand in in something in there that he got caught up in something or something like that. Yeah. But I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction. He I should have never that, accused that himself. You no, know, he should have. He shouldn't have. And and Trump would not have appointed him if he knew he was going to do that. And uh, and he shouldn't have. But I, I believe that we will see Sessions go. You know, one way or another, Sessions will go. Say your prediction, though. Go. I want to hear your prediction. Okay, my, my prediction is that Joe DeGenera, DeGenera is going to be the next uh, uh, attorney general. Joe, Joe DeGenera, sorry, I'm getting, I have trouble getting that. Oh, out. he's been on Fox uh, he, he, Yeah, yeah, him, Joe DeGenera. He, uh, I, I, I believe he is going to be wind up as, as the attorney general. Now, you know, guys, guys and gals, it's going. There's, there's a war coming. You know, I don't know if, if, if you, uh, if you, you know the, uh, uh, the, you know the old saying, winter is coming, right? Uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah. and, uh, there, there, there's a war coming. <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones. Winter is coming, uh, but but <clears throat> there is a war coming. There is, and I'm I'm hoping that it's not a, a shooting war. But this country right now is as tense and as divided as we as we were before the Civil War. And 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 oh, and believe yeah. me, we, oh, yeah. we, we, we I, I think everybody listening I, I, and everybody I know everybody I talk to, we are not going to allow them to to take this president down. He's doing. He's one of the best presidents we've ever had. You know, ever. And, and I, I and I, I'm. Yes. I, he, I, I mean, he, he is, he's a man, a man of all seasons. He, he's who we need now. Therefore, he's the best we've ever had. And I love Ronald Reagan, believe me. I, I love Ronald Reagan. I mean, you know, I, I really love the man. But I, I think Donald Trump has more backbone and, and more vision, and he's smarter. He's always the smartest guy in the room. And, and the, the thing that to remember is our leadership, our party, our leadership, our presidents, with the exception of, of Ronald Reagan, uh, you know, we've been playing checkers against chess masters. Now, for the first time, we have a chess master extraordinaire in the White House playing their game, and they don't like it, and they that's they right. don't know what to do about it. You know, that's what's going on. You know, and that that's what we got to keep in mind. You know, we have to keep that in mind. And here here's the thing. Um, and t- Tom, you know, with, with what you with what you said, it's um, it's so true, one hundred percent on point. I, I want to ask, I do want to ask though, if you if you had to guess, and, and you know, you're you're pretty, uh, you know, you're in the scenes, you know, this kind of stuff, and you know, you 
you're pretty, you're, you know, you're accurate. You know, you know what's going on. Um, how long would you give sessions until he's gone? I, I tell you, if he's not gone within the next month or two months, uh, I, I'd be very surprised. I, I mean, after what the even the comments the president has made, and this is not the first time that he, that he's landed hard on, on sessions. Uh, you know, the, the, about a month ago he did the same thing, um, and, and uh, he's you can see pretty much that he, he's totally frustrated. And and I I, I think I know he's strong enough to, to do this uh, to remove him, but Bro, I, I believe that. Oh, oh, he's got. He has to go. Uh, or he's going to be left with the, the power. The, or yep. Yeah. Well, well, no, no, he, no, he, he's got to go. Absolutely, that's true. But if, if sessions goes, Rosenstein will go with him. You can rest assured of that. And 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 what the president will do is he will appoint an interim uh, 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 attorney general. If, if he does it while the Congress is is in recess, a recess appointment is good for a year. From the time of appointment, so if, if he puts a guy like General in there, the, the, the General, excuse me, uh, he puts a guy in there, he'll clean that mess up, uh, you know, in a heartbeat, and and and, and we'll be back on, on the right path. The thing is, there's people that are sitting in, in office right now. Rosenstein's probably one of them. Need to be in jail, and they might go. And 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 Bueller is, is caught up in this Pfizer thing, and and. Uh, and, and right down the line, you know, as a U.S. Marshal, I was never a big fan of the FBI because, you know, we, we were always in competition. And But I, I knew a lot of FBI agents that were decent people that would stand up. They weren't as good as the deputy marshals that were doing what we did, but, but they, they were good people. And, and when I see what the leadership in the FBI is now and what they're doing to that agency, it, it, it's mind-boggling. I, I can't believe what's going on. And, uh, and that, that's why I say, you know, go, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Keep going. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead, please. No, I mean, and, and as we started the conversation, we were talking about the book and the deep state in the book. They're part of the deep state. They, they, they are there, as, as several callers have been saying. We, you know, we, they are, they're trying to remove the president of the United States. They're trying to undo an election. I mean, it's un- unheard of. You know, after what Bill yeah. Clinton did, it got caught in the lies, and, and today he's a hero in, in those circles. I mean, come on, really, you know, really, people. And, and, and I'm not, I mean, I think we all feel that way, and, and that's the sentiment in, in the country today. So take heart with that. I mean, the, 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 that is, the, we're going to come together, and we're going to stand together, and we're going to make sure that, that this thing gets done and it gets done right, and, and that's it, you know, and believe me, uh, I, I see it. I, I see it everywhere. I'm mean, talking to people everywhere. They're disgusted with it, and, and they're not going to take it anymore. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm right with them. You, know, you believe me. You know, I'm right there. I, I'll, whatever it takes, I'm going to do. You know. And I know, I, I know you guys and gals feel the same way. You know. It's, this and, is our country. And, and, it belongs to us. You know, and not that. Absolutely, absolutely, Tom. And Tom, you know. My, my thoughts are, I mean, there's a new report out today, and, and I'm sure everybody's seen it, and, and if you haven't, um, you know, Peter Stork and Lisa Page, the people that were, uh, you know, behind uh-huh. all the text messages that were coming out, they still have security clearance, uh, top security I know. Secret, uh, clearances, and it's ridiculous. I, how is this? I mean, it just goes to show the corruption. 
That's right. That's right. And and it comes right back to sessions and and Rosenstein. Yes. That that's where that's where it is. It's right there. And and that's what's got to be dealt with, and that's what I believe the president's going to do. He's going he's going he's going to get the he's going to go in the bunkers, and he's going to do what's got to be done, and then we have to do what's got to be done. We got to we got to stand with him. We got to stay. We got to protect him, because he he's he's working for us. He's he you know he he's a man of the people. We the people, and 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 we have to we have to be very vocal about it. We have to be very animated and. And uh, believe me, they will back down when they, when they see what's coming at them. They have no idea what's coming at them. They, you know, they think it's going to be business as usual. I can assure you and everybody listening, that's not the way it's going to be. But, you know, it's not that way. And, and I, I can tell by the questions and the conversation we're having is that, you know, you guys and gals feel the same way, you know, and, but uh, but uh, so the, you, somebody had questions for me, and I, I, I want to take them before I have to leave. Uh, I've got I've got a few more minutes that I can stay on. But uh, Rory, let, let me let me let you know that uh, you know when I do have have to uh, to bail out, so I've got another matter I got to deal with. But uh, I, yeah. I'll be uh, I'm free. I'm, well, I will come back on your show anytime. I'll come back on the, anytime you want me to. I'd love to. But uh, but I, yep. I want to answer the questions that that, that are there. So, oh, oh, absolutely. So, so, yeah. Let me. We have Gianni from New York. What's going on, buddy? Do you have any questions for him? Yeah, I do. Uh, so, I want to ask you. Do yo, you yo, 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 Johnny, where where are you from in New York? Johnny, Gian- where are you from? Gianni, I'm from I'm from Bensonhurst. Yo, Gianni, hey, I'm from Red Hook. <laughs> Red Hook, wow. You know Red Hook, yeah, down yeah. by the battery. That's where I grew up. Red Hook. Absolutely. Yeah. Bensonhurst. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you, I hope you're a Yankee fan. Are you a Yankee fan? Yes, absolutely. Definitely a Yankee fan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Me too. Okay. Go ahead, Gianni. I'm, I'm listening. Uh, yeah. So do you believe, like, the reason why, like, some people in Congress is not, like, speaking out is because, you know, of fear, you know, like the Clintons, you know, anybody that knows something, anybody that tries to speak out, you know, they can be killed, their life is threatened, yeah. their job is threatened. Do you believe, like, some of those people in Congress, those Republicans that are rhinos and won't speak out? I know they, you know, they attend the parties with the Democrats and all. There's some of them that actually know what they're doing. But don't you believe there are some of them that's, like, their life is being threatened and things in that nature, so they don't yeah. speak out or they just pick sides? Yeah, they, they don't call artillery for nothing. I mean, you, you look at... I think there's 76 people that were around the Clintons uh, that are no longer around uh, that that knew one thing or another that that got killed in, in drive-by sh- shootings in in Arkansas. And uh, I mean, the, Vince Foster. Do you really believe Vince Foster killed himself and then went and then took his body, uh, walked his body over to the park and and laid down like he was in a coffin, uh, you know, in, in, uh, when, when they were in the White House. And, and the, the, the recent uh, thing with, with the, the leaker with, with the DNC, the, the young man who was working with the DNC, uh, wound up getting uh, killed in the street and, uh, when he was on his way to meet with an FBI agent to, to talk about uh, what was going on in the, uh, the Clinton campaign. I mean, yeah, they, they, this, these things are real, they, 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 and that's all part of, of, of the deep state and, um, that yep. we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. The answer to that, Gianni, is yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Bensonhurst. Yeah, one, I like that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's it's uh it's a scary thing to even think about. Um, you know, if you really think hard and and deep about the deep state and just what they're capable of and all of, I mean, everything that goes on behind closed doors. It's just like it gives you goosebumps. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It it it. Yes. Hey, uh, and uh, so other issue is oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll let someone else go for me. Sorry. Oh, oh, go ahead, James. No, go ahead. You're, you're fine. All right. I was just wondering, do you think there's another issue? Is it a divide within the Republican Party between Paul Ryan Republicans and Donald Trump Republicans? Well, well thank God he's gone. Good news, like, real quick. I just, hey, I just want to, hey, real quick. Paul Ryan did announce today, which is good news. He is not running for re-election. Hooray, mm-hmm. hooray. Right. In 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, see, so you say you want to but like Trump yeah. essentially changed the Republican they, Party. Well, well, the thing is, you know, the, the facts are this, and this is going to surprise you maybe that I'm saying that a former chairman of the party. Um, the, 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 the Democrat, the, the, excuse me, the, the Republican Party of Donald Trump is not the Republican Party that, that we have known all along. Do, Donald Trump is a departure, and, and there's a lot of independents, there's a lot of libertarians, uh, there's the grassroots people like us. We we are we are Trump Republicans. We are pragmatists. We are practical people. We we and and common sense. You know, there was a book written in the '90s called "The Death of Common Sense," and the death of common sense brought us. It died, and it brought us uh, political correctness, and that's what's been run in this country up until. Donald Trump became president, and 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 the thing is that there's people in the party that hate him because of that, and despise him like like you've been saying they're working against him. But there's people outside the party that that are that are with him 100. percent They're independents. They they are they 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 without a party. I mean they 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 they're just people that believe in in this country, and that's where we're going, folks. And that, that is the resurgence of the country. And, and it's, it's no longer Democrat-Republican, no, no longer. There's not a dime's worth of difference between Paul Ryan and, and Mitch McConnell and, and, and John McCain and the Democrats. And I'll tell you that because when I was chairman of the party, I saw that. I mean, it made me sick to my stomach. Uh, Sarah, I totally agree with you. I was, I'm actually one of those people that kind of turned over to the Republican Party because of his views on economic protectionism, which is actually hasn't been a Republican view for a very long time. And Donald Trump has kind of uh, incorporated that to his, uh, to his agenda. Hello? Hello? Everybody Hello? still there? Yeah. Where are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Tom, did you hear what the – James, you asked a question. Did Tom hear it? Hey, Tom? Tom, I think still he, there? I think he, yeah, I think Tom's gone. No, it says he's still on. Tom, are you there? Hello? Tom, are you still with us? Uh, hey, hold the – it's – no, nah, it doesn't look like it. Hold on, I'll get him back on. Hold, bear with us. But anybody, guys, keep, I mean, 
let's definitely have a discussion. I mean, it, like right now, like I mean, everything that's going on with the defense is ridiculous. Um, it's unbelievable. I mean, what what a story you know Tom has, and and what an honor and to have him on the show. I mean, he's such a great, genuine, uh, amazing guy with a novel of a resume and background. I mean, it's incredible his story. It was a fantastic host, fantastic guest. Well, the deep state really is like, a joke, man. Yeah, and I really like how he correlated the fictional uh, episodes in his book with real-life events that are very uh, probable. Uh, if you notice when he's speaking about the sleeper cells, uh, Fast and Furious, you, we, you, know, you see right through what it's correlating to. It's it's correlating to the real-life events that are nonfiction in our country, like the real sleeper cells that we do have, like Eric Holder and the Fast and Furious gun running that did happen. And he's talking about, you know, getting a, a sheriff. That's why I jumped in and said, Sheriff Joe! <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know it's just, it, it correlates with real life. I think it's going to be a great hit, this book. I wanted to ask him, I hope he comes back on, because... Man, the outline of that book would make such an incredible movie, wouldn't it, guys? Wouldn't that make a great movie yeah. to see Steven Seagal in it? Absolutely. Yeah, and and here's the thing. It's, um, you know, he he was on for well over an hour and told a uh, a great story. Oh, he's calling back in right now. Perfect. Sorry, I'm, I'm, can you hear me? <laughs> Hello? Tom, you, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I was just bidding you all a, a farewell for the, uh, for the moment, um, and I, I must have dropped the call. I, I live in the mountains of uh, Arizona, and the, uh, the phone service here is horrible. So, uh, yeah, but somebody was I'm asking you a question, and then they Thank cut you for off. coming in, sir. Yeah, I, 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 it's an honor to be on. Yeah, I, I am so glad to be on with you all, and and uh, and the Rory, if you'll have me back on, I, I will come back on and. Uh, Pontificate some more. I, I got I got a ton of more stories I can tell you, and and I thank I, I want to take questions. It's an honor, and 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 thank you, Will, and, and thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate this. Mm. It's a really great experience. Okay, yeah, stay in ab- touch, absolutely. Okay? Hey, Tommy, Tommy, uh, before yes. you go, I just want to I just want to say it was an absolute honor. This is Roy, this is Rory Sauter talking. It was an absolute honor yes. having you on. I mean, you have an you have a novel of a resume and background and an incredible story and such a genuine and down to earth guy and you have a great personality, man. I love talking to you. I love you know I love hanging out with you at the conservative conference and uh, you know we'll we'll definitely be in touch, man. And I want you back on. Uh, I can have you back on next week, man. Whenever you want. Okay, uh, I'm I'm uh, my schedule will have me going into. Tuesday, but from Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, I, I can I can get back on with you. But I'm uh, I'm traveling out to uh, California. I've been invited to keynote speak at a, uh, a, a it's called the uh, Imperial Valley uh, um, Police Memorial Association. It's for the families of fallen police officers, and they've invited me to come out and speak about the book and uh, Sheriff Joe, is, of course, and. Uh, so I'll, I'll be there. Then I'll, I'll be back. I uh, should be back on Monday, maybe the latest Tuesday. 
And um, okay. and so let, let, let you and I connect, and then we'll, we'll figure a, a, a time, a night and a time. And uh, I, I look forward to that. And again, th- thank you all. Uh, it's really been a pleasure, and it's, it's oh. an honor for me to be to be uh, to be with a, with a, with a group such as this. This is great. All really, really, and real really quick, great. real quick before you go, I'm just going to name the book. So yeah. everybody that's listening, um, Tom Morrissey and Steven Seagal, their new book. It's the Way of the Shadow Wolves. The Deep State and the Hijacking of America. You can buy it. Uh, uh, Tom, tell them where they can buy it, uh, wherever they yeah. can get it. On, on, on Amazon. Amazon is, is really our distributor right now. So Amazon can Perfect. get you to the Barnes & Noble. Or I'll, I think we lost him. Tom, you there? He dropped. He dropped. He's gone. He dropped. Yeah, call, I think the call dropped. Tom, you still there? All righty, I'll just, hello? Yeah, but, but wow, but thank you, but he's, he, we did lose him, um, guys, but uh, what an honor having him on, it's great having him on, um, and we, we will have him back on soon, because he can tell, sto- he has so many stories, he's got so many life experiences, we could do a hundred shows, and he would still have more experiences, and stories to tell us about his life. I mean, what a life the guy's led. It's, uh, it's, it's incredible. I mean, uh, a U.S. Marshal, NY, NY, involved with the NYPD. I mean, he's done all this different stuff with law enforcement. You know, uh, he's done a lot of different stuff in the conservative realm, had his own political party. I mean, there's all, I mean, so many accomplishments, so many things. It was so fun talking to him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. True patriot. Real patriot right there. Yeah, he's a great, great friend of Joe Arpaio's, um, really good friend of uh, Steven Seagal's, and he's very involved in the political scene as well. So we will have him on the show regular, regularly and uh, often. And, uh, yeah, because lo- I love his insight. God, I can talk to that guy all day long. There's so much stuff. But, uh, but guys, I just want to make sure I got everybody on the line. I got Gianni on the line from New York, right? Yeah. I got James from Seattle. Him here. I got Mike Zolo from from New Jersey. What's up, brother? I got Renee from California, and I got you there. Present. Okay, perfect. And then I got <laughs> bikers, bikers, uh, moderator of Bikers for Trump, Steve Emery, out of Prescott. How are you guys? Great show. Yeah, and we yeah, still got great. some time. But... What's up, Steve? What's up, Mike? What's up, guys? What's up, man? Not much. Man, I love this guy's positive energy, man. You know, the people are behind Trump, and uh, the way the way he uh, articulates, you know, the future of the Trump movement, and this is a movement like no other. Right. Uh, I just yep. really enjoyed uh, positive affirmation he had about going forward and being behind Trump and how the people are going to support him, and he's he's spot on. We're not we're not going anywhere, and That's you know right. what? He's he's spot on also. You better not try to railroad our president because we're not going to tolerate it. We're just not. Nope. It'll be a civil okay. war, man. Yeah, well, I've got a I've got thousands of people on many groups. Bikers for Trump is nationwide. We got chapters in every uh, every state. 
man, just tens of thousands of so many patriotic, hardcore Trump supporters. Uh, yep. Got like to never seen before. Added that. I mean, everyone's talking about, you know, 63 million uh, voters behind Trump. I don't believe that. More than that. I think this, mo- I think this movement has grown significantly. Yep. I think you know, that's I have to agree with. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well, Tom, I have to agree that we're already in the we're already in the middle of a civil war. You know, the war. Steve, started, you were talking the first bullet has fired. You know, and we're already in the middle talking, of a culture war. Hey, James, you're talking to Steve. Tom's not on the line anymore. Oh yeah, Steve. I was just saying. I have to agree with Tom said though. Tom said earlier that we're already in the middle of one. It's like right. it's already happening. Bullets and, just uh, aren't flying. You know, it happens before the first saying. bullet. You know. And I think it would be very dangerous to, uh, to yeah, to take out a president that was democratically elected. I think that'd be not a very good move. Yeah, maybe it needs to be done because if, you know what, if they end up, if if you keep Rosenstein, Sessions, and uh, you know Mueller and all their cohorts involved, I guarantee you, as we all know, they're gonna they're gonna start. It's gonna get worse and get deeper. I think. You know, this wasn't. There was never a crime to begin with, so they're going out to investigate anything they could come up with, and that includes that. In, that includes, uh, you know, creating something. And and you know, it appears that Rosenstein and Mueller have no problem with that. It, no, it, you're right. I mean, and here's one of those things, though. Here, here's my. Here's what upsets me is that, I mean, whoever, I mean, we were talking about this earlier, Steve, you weren't on the line, but we were talking about, like, who would have ever thought it would have came to the extent, it was something out of a movie where they're raiding President Trump's personal attorney's office looking for Stormy Daniels information. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Jesus, is this like... Well, I think they were looking for... uh... I think they were looking for information on uh, some UK donations and a couple other foreign donations that that were quite small and insignificant uh, at face value. And but I think the whole thing with uh, the donations and Stormy Daniels was was just the reasoning behind it. Just the reasoning yeah. behind the ability to get into his personal attorney's records, which have everything. Oh yeah, that's a good. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. That's a very good point. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and there, and here's the thing. Here's what here's what's bothering me, is that, you know, we we have we have President Trump. I mean, he's known for firing people. He's known for getting rid of people that haven't done their job. And I know I've, I've said this a lot because it, it's it's ridiculous how Jeff Sessions still has a job. Knowing Trump will get just gets rid of people that uh, you know don't you know don't don't uh, they they don't do what they're told to do. I mean, look, it's all Sessions is useless, and Rosenstein. We all know he's advising him, so I, I think Jeff Sessions needs to be replaced, and so does Rosenstein. They both need to go. And and well, Rand Paul made a really good point. Rand Paul was on uh, the news earlier. There needs to be a spe- second special counsel investigated into Robert Mueller. 
and what's going on with what he's doing. Why? Because they want to put a special counsel into to us. We put a special counsel into what they're doing. And then we run into the same dilemma we have. Jeff Sessions isn't going to be involved with that. And we've got nobody uh, except for, you know, Devin Nunez, Jim Jordan, Matt Gates. Uh, Rand so, Paul doesn't want Jeff Sessions in there. No, we've got we've got a we've got some Patriots in there. I think this is going to go on a little bit farther when they realize that uh, yeah. you, you know, the alignment with the deep state isn't working for anybody, and I think they're going to start switching sides. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they're going to. I think that I think people are going to start getting on the Trump train. I really do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and they already have. Mike, Mike, you were saying something. No, I, I didn't. I wasn't saying anything at that point. I was just. I am just. I just cannot. I, I'm so tired of of these. I just. I know I keep bringing it up all the time, but I'm just so tired of these Republicans in Congress, man. You know, it's like wishful. You know, it's wishful thinking. But Globalist. let's say the same scenario that's going on right now, right? But we actually had a Republican Congress that actually had President Trump's back. You know, they actually liked him. They actually supported him like they did, you know, say George Bush or, you know, whatever. Can you imagine how different it would be? I mean, first of all, it would just make Trump feel a little better. You know, Trump knows he has us out in the streets, out in America. You know, he knows he has the people. But it also means right. something to have the, you know, for for. for his party to have his back. And we know that, you know, it's wishful thinking and it's, it's like a pipe dream at this point, but it just irritates the hell out of me that we have these people like Paul Ryan and, you know, Paul Ryan, if he was a real speaker of the house, if he really had Donald Trump's back, he would be out there every day, every week when he has his little weekly and that, you know, his weekly like speech he does once a week, he, you know, lays out all his stuff. He should be out there every week saying, President Trump is innocent. This is a witch hunt. That's what he should be doing every week. Not talking about and Mike, you know, can I call and... Yeah, sure. Can I ask you? We have Paul Ryan is a free market Republican, and Donald Trump is an economic nationalist. So it's just a matter of time before you know Paul Ryan had to leave. You know they have nothing in common, and this is the issue uh, with the Republican Party right now. Is you have Paul Ryan Republicans who are. Free market, yeah, market I'm a, I'm, or free market. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm aware of Paul Ryan. I, I'm I'm merely saying that this Republican but this is not party. Just Paul Ryan. You're talking about this is what the this is what the Republican Party was before 2016. It was that's a free market. All, party. That's why they're all retiring. Oh yeah, no, but this is why he doesn't have the support. It's because they're they're so remnant. They're so remnant. They are liberal party. What I'm saying you is also got, wishful thinking. You also got to understand that, and a lot of people don't talk about it. I bring it up a lot, but you got to understand that there's a lot of people in our government that were Bush loyalists, and, and the Bush family, That's they're right. globalists. They are. Exactly. I mean, they're deep state, and they are globalists. And you got to understand that there's a lot of loyalists that are, are still in our government that are Bush loyalists. So, you know, that did that was big it wasn't just Clinton, it wasn't just Bill and Hillary, it wasn't just Obama. It was the Bush globalists as well. They're everywhere. Yep. And they're Absolutely. they're aligned with the mil and the Bush globalists, they're more involved with the dark money coming from the military industrial complex, if you guys know anything about that. 
And I think that has everything to do with what's happening in Syria right now. Yeah. Well, uh, let me just say, I just want to clarify. Uh, I'm, I, I just, I don't know if I was, people were misunderstanding me. I'm aware of what Donald Trump is. I, I support him heavily, and I've been a conservative my whole life. So I've been dealing with the Republican Party for a long time. I'm not stupid. I'm merely saying that it'd be friggin' nice if we had a Congress, you know, that actually supported the president. That's all I'm saying. I know it's wishful thinking. I know Paul Ryan's a dirtbag and a rhino. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I wasn't born yesterday. I'm just merely it's saying that. Wishful thinking. We're going to have that Congress. They're not going to have any choice. The Trump train is yeah, too we're gonna, strong. We got to rise up and get these people fast. out. They will have no choice but to get on the Trump train. You know, Trump should have some support by the Democrats, too, because his economics is what the Democrats have been running on for the last 50 years. But since it comes out of his mouth and not Bernie He's Sanders' had the mouth, big, very big you, know, you don't give him the support, you know? Not one Democrat is for Trump's tariffs right now. So. I know, which is a joke, because they've been proposing tariffs for the last the last 40 years, and then suddenly Trump wants to do tariffs, and they go, no. <laughs> it's like, well, talk about politi- politicalization, you know? <laughs> I mean, and like, talking about helping the dreamers, and then Trump went to do it, and they, they And then they say no. I know. Anything that comes out of this guy's mouth, they're automatically against. And it's bullshit. <laughs> it's just like... It'll make a headline out of anything. I mean, how many scoops of ice cream he gets. That's what they were talking on CNN, this, or, you know, our, if he Melania's gets, how many diet cokes coke he drinks, how much McDonald's does he eat, what's his eating habits, like, like are you, are you kidding me, who, why is it any of their business, A, and two, <laughs> who cares, B, who cares, <laughs> like, what is well, this, Stormy Daniels, Oh, Stormy Daniels, who oh, we banged in the past in personal life. Like, that's exactly. consensual. Yeah, well, let's talk about Harvey Weinstein. Well, guys, you know, Harvey Weinstein was a fucking... I think Stormy Daniels was a premeditated ploy to get to, to oh, yeah. get into his attorney to get into his attorney's information. I, I don't think Stormy Daniels was ever uh, uh, going to be a key topic. It was just an excuse to get to his attorney. You guys understand but now what I mean? you're even looking at the actor yeah. Hollywood. Like, why the hell are you looking at that? There's nothing there. Stormy's oh, a yeah, distraction. Stormy's oh, a distraction and as a tool to get to his attorney, and they did it. It was premeditated. Yeah, well, you know I was reading today. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, I was, I was reading today, and it says, uh, you know, FBI looking at Access Hollywood documents or whatever from Cohen's house. Mm-hmm. I said, wow. I said, they obviously think we're stupid because if they're really going after Trump for saying he likes, you know, grabbing women. I mean, I mean, can you imagine where – I mean, think about this. I mean, because I, I was at a restaurant, of course, and I look up at the TV and it says, breaking news, FBI looking into documents of – of uh, Access Hollywood. To, I mean, it just sounds like a joke. Like, am I living in a fucking nightmare? Like, like, like what is going on? <laughs> Seriously, am I living in a fucking night? Is this a fantasy land? I, I just can't take it anymore. You're looking at the accumulation of decades of dumbing down America. And what, yep. what we need to understand is the, social, the socialist agenda for the last three, four, five decades 
including Zelensky's yeah. playbook, man. Zelensky's playbook. So right. forget about man. it. Rules for radicals. Yep. That's it. So many, That's what they're so trying many, to do to us. So many Americans right now, but you got to remember it was by design. They've been dumbing down our children for decades, and now they're a little more grown up now, and they're feeding into this bullshit, and it's scary. Yeah. Hey, I want to get a, hey. I get I want to get your okay. So I got some people. I got James's opinion. I think Mike. I think you weighed in on what you you thought Mueller should be fired. <clears throat> Renee, let me ask you, and then Correct. I want to ask you, Steve, and then I want to ask you, Gianni, real quick. Renee, what do you think? Do you think? Trump should fire Mueller and fire and just get rid of him and cut the whole. I don't believe that he should, only because they're already looking at obstruction of justice, and that's really going to reek of that um, that yeah, appearance. Sure. Totally agree. And, and totally agree. Yeah, I wanted to put an idea by you know about Paul Ryan um, not seeking re- uh, re-election. What if he's going to run in yep. 2020? He said he was. Oh, God. He was going to get ran over by the Trump train. Well, he might, but he still What about Kasich? Oh, what the? Oh, that's not. I'm real Kasich. Bigger joke. Paul Ryan's going to do shit. Now, John Kasich can reach around the aisle, though. You guys are. Kasich's still alive? Yeah, he can reach around. He can win Democrats. And that's what oh, you guys reach around the aisle. He is a Kasich Democrat. is a maniac. Kasich well, won't hey, even guys, get a you got about three minutes. No, you got about three minutes left. Think, one time know, limit. Dave, what were you saying? Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that I I don't worry about Paul Ryan. I think John Kasich is the guy I'd worry about on the on the challenger from the Republican side. I would never. Hey, I, I, I don't think. I don't think he has a chance. Mind if I weigh um, on, on on Mueller, Rory? Yes, Steve, go ahead, and then I want Gianni. I want a minute from you, and then I want a minute from Gianni. What's going to happen with Mueller is he's not going to need to be fired because he's going to be, and already is, in the process of being completely discredited. Uh, the more information that comes out with Devin Nunez's subpoenas for information is going to discredit yeah. this Russian probe to a point where he doesn't need to be fired. Nothing that Mueller produces in the future will have any credibility in just another maybe four, five, six, seven, eight weeks at the most. Mueller's investigation right. will be completely discredited. He won't need to be fired. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's more and more, more and more proof is coming out that there's, there's nothing there, and it's just another witch cut and a, and a lie, and we all know it's a lie, uh, the Mueller's investigation. But, Gianni, I want to get your take. Uh, you know, I, I don't think he should uh, fire Mueller. I think he should keep it. Remember, like, like I told you, you know, last time I was on, I right. think Mueller and Trump is up to something. I think Mueller, you know, he's handing away these 30-day sentences and all this other stuff. I think he knows it's all bullshit, but it's basically like I believe it's a cover-up because they're going to find something, which we all know about Clinton and, you know, uranium deal and all this stuff. I feel like he's going to look into that and – Somehow he's going to find something dealing with Clinton. Like the Russian investigation is going to lead him into Clinton because we know there's nothing for Trump. Actually, especially after seeing Trump and his words with Syria and Russia and the whole thing, obviously he's not colluding with Trump. So that's what I believe. He shouldn't fire him. 
Okay. You never know. You never know. All right. Well, thank you for having me All on, right. Rory. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank Great you, guys. Show, Rory. Great, Great show, show, guys. Man. Thank you. Great awesome. show, man. All right, guys. Love you. I'll talk yeah. to you later. We will be back on tomorrow, so I'll see you all tomorrow. All right. All right thanks. Bye. Bye. I want to thank all my callers. I want to thank my audience. I want to thank my amazing guest, Tom Morrissey, who did a fantastic job today. Um, it, it was an honor having him on the show. We are beyond blessed. Um, we will all uh, be back uh, tomorrow, tomorrow evening. Uh, I can't wait to see you all. I hope you all have a great rest of your night. Uh, I'm Rory Sauter. God bless everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.